Welcome to Conversation with H. And we have an incredible multi-talented guest, you know. Not only he's an artist and a guitarist, you know, sometimes he's seems a little tuning in, you get me? A little bit of that. Go check out Signs and Wonders already, you know, he's got that. Oh my gosh. You know about the musical, okay. He is also an entrepreneur, founder of Confidence London, you know. You see the brand that we're wearing? Mm-hmm. He's always wearing it. We're waiting on this jacket, but we ain't gonna say no more, because by the time this goes out, the jacket should be out. He's a YouTuber, influencer, exclusive advancement coach for Paradigm Training. Where did you get all this information when you've been doing your background? <laughs> so that's been doing his background research, okay. Forex trader, former podcaster, Muay Thai fighter, oh fashionista, superb prophesying man of God. Oh my God. EB. Oh my God. But the rest was known as L. Black, how are you I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Good to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, for those who don't know who you are, mm. who is El Black, man? Listen, everything you just said, like, <laughs> <laughs> you just read up my whole life. Ops got my information. Police got my information. <laughs> listen, by the time I get out, by the, by the time I get back to the station, listen, they're gonna be waiting for me. Um, but no, simply, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a guy. I'm just here, partnering with God and just, and just enjoyment. Mm. Enjoyment with Jesus, that's it. That's me simply. So, what was growing up like for young girl? E God. And what was family life like? Um so you know you know I'm adopted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so growing up, mm, so we was adopted at one week old. Well, put into care at one week old. Yeah. Foster home to foster home to foster home. Lived with my auntie for a bit and then she got too old to look after me, so that's when we got adopted. So we mm. went from London to Kent. And then it was just normal normal family life mm. for a bit and then when we got into our teens that's when the girls came through that's when the madness came through for a little bit and then jesus came and snatched me so it was all right like it was calm mm. and then when we got into our teens we got into a little bit of a madness and then whatever whatever and then jesus came and snatched me before i snatched myself so when you say you got into a bit of a madness you, mm. said, you said you hit your teens you know mm-hmm. so that means you hit like 13 and the girls came 13. yes sir so that bit of madness. What, mm-hmm. was, what was happening around that time? What was the change for L? The change was braces. Once I got the braces and, and my hair grew out a little bit and I relaxed my hair, that was it. That was it. And that's Game what I was and then that's when so that's when the girls came in. Yeah. And I wasn't used to all of that stuff. And so when you start getting attention, it's just like, oh my goodness. So that came in, and then like later on in my teens. That's when I like got into like small, small gang violence. Not nothing heavy, mm-hmm. like because I know certain people have like oh, been kidnapped and they hang off a roof and all that. Yeah, like, yeah, not yeah. that stuff, but like we we, we was out there a little bit. Mm. And then um, yeah, and then like just if you want to get into it, you can get into it. But like uh, just one encounter, mm. and then it was from that to that, and then just been with God since. Because that was the encounter when you was on the bus, I'm guessing. Yes, 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 yes. So we was uh, first day out with these guys, mm. IVS, and there was some West Ham fan. Now, up until this time, I wasn't L Blackman that you've seen right now. L Blackman in the world wasn't L Blackman that you see right now. L Blackman's confident. Why, why is this? Now, yeah, 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 yeah. back then, I was still like, I was just someone that was there. Do you understand? Mm. So I thank God that I didn't have the mindset that I had right now when I was in the world. If I wasn't if I didn't had it now. Would have done a madness. Jeez. We might have still been out there running about. <laughs> we might have still been out there running about. No confidence clothing on Do you that. understand what I say? <laughs> you know, there might have been a COVID clothing ban, but it might not have been confidence. So yeah. um yeah so there's West Ham fans on the bus 
be my guys at the back and we start singing Millwall, uh, Millwall songs because yeah, yeah, you know yeah. them them two football clubs are in whatever whatever so the mm. guys are like nah yeah these are grown men yeah and we're like teenagers and so they're like oh yeah come off the bus then this that 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 so when they're coming down the stairs they're walking down the stairs like my friends all like kicking them punching them up got belts off like whipping them there's like blood yeah. down the stairs all this and that so I get off the bus, like an alarm goes off on the bus, so the bus stops in like the middle of the street or whatever. Mm. And so we jump off the bus. And when I jump off the bus, this is my first day out with the guys. I jump off the bus and there's like a grown man in front of me, like just ready to fight me. I'm thinking, yo, like, I just, like, this, this is my <laughs> gang life debut, yeah? And I'm like, a grown man standing in front of me. So I look to my right and my friend, he's a boxer. Yeah, so he's, he's, like, so he's in stance. He's ready for it. So I'm like, yo, like, if I don't do something, I'm about to get, I'm about to get clapped down. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let me just, how's he doing? All right, cool. Like. <laughs> I'm like, yo, because listen, hold on, hold I'm on. about to get broke. No, no, L, hold up. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Mm-hmm. What, what are you holding that you had this day? Listen, I don't know. Like, I'm here. This wasn't, this is before the Muay Thai and all that kind of stuff. Like that. I'm just here and I'm like, yo, like. Yeah, you're trying to find like, you're trying I'm just to like, what works for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, yo, let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> so I'm about to get clapped down now, yeah? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone shouts, oh, RA are coming, RA are coming. So in that, that, back in the day, this was, there was like a, a crew called um, Racial Attackers. Yeah. So I'm looking at the road now, and this is my, this is my gang life debut. Gang I look at the, the road now, and there's about 30 grown men chasing us down the road. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out, like, I'm out, I'm out. So we start running. They catch up with us now. And this is where I see the hand of God. So one of the guys, he has a bottle, he throws a bottle on the floor, smashes it, he picks up a piece of broken glass and he comes at me with it to like stab me with mm. it. And one of my guys stood in front of me to like to, like, to, to fight this guy yeah. and he just got stabbed in his face. And then when I saw that, everything just went boom. Like everything went slow. I couldn't hear nothing. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember how we came out of it. Everything just, like, I was just watching it. Like it was almost what like shell shot. Like, like it was just like, and I was just watching everything, like everyone getting like fighting, and I just, nothing touched me, nothing at all touched me. I was just standing there, just like, and when I came to, like the police was there, and everything had been broken apart and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, yo, I was just like, I was just like, and that was it. That was that. That was that. I think we went out a couple more times. Hold on, whoa, you went out a couple more times after that. You was like, yeah, we went out. you know what, man, them. I feel like the last I time... I feel like what we've been through, you know... That wasn't as, enough. Really that together. wasn't enough. Sometimes people need that real scare. And when I found... The reason I found I wasn't about that life, yeah. We was in a party. And I'm with my guys. Mm. There's some guys from Woolwich in this party now. And one of my friends put out a gun. Everyone backs up. <laughs> I mean, me, I'm dead. I'm like, What? <laughs> So, Hold on, is your bedroom? Yeah, my guy. But I didn't know. I didn't know he had that. Um, remember, but this is like day two. You understand? I'm still. In, I'm still in, in like. Well, I'm still in like induction. You understand? This is the worst induction. I've ever I'm, I'm still in induction. Yeah. So my guy pulls out a gun. I'm like, <laughs> I step back. Yeah. The guy he points the gun at is like, "What? You're gonna shoot me?" He's like, "Are they gonna shoot me? Shoot me? Like, shoot me?" And I'm like, "Yeah. See, you see, like, you see what's going on right now. That's this not guy. You. That's not you. This guy is bad." <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's got a gun pointing at him, yeah? And all he's saying is, if you're gonna blaze me, then blaze me. But I'm like, yo, you know, let, let's come out of this place. Let's go, because listen, listen, I'm shook of the guy with the gun, and this is my guy. 
the guy getting a gun pointing at him is like, well, if, you're, if, that's what you're, if that's what you're here for, like, I'm just like, yo, you know, these guys, it's different. this is the definition of bad. Me, that's, that's, that's not me. So it took Now, you. if someone putting a gun at me, I'll be like, well, do, you, do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time I go pull that trigger. Yeah, it's different. It's but, different. You, but you're in a different... You, <laughs> one foot, one piece of... One, piece, one, one, one piece of foot just... Before, <laughs> exactly, before he even pulls that trigger, one piece of foot just... But the thing is as well, mm. this was day two. So day one had happened. Yeah, yeah. And even though you said there was a clicking point, mm-hmm. there weren't really... The click didn't... Sometimes you need like two clicks. <laughs> To make sure the thing's really He's in place. Double tap. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so it was one tap. Yeah, sometimes and it, it, it didn't like the picture, so yeah. yeah. Okay. And then that's when I got the message. I was like, okay, I hear it. Like, no more. So, what did you learn about yourself in your teenage years with all of that happening as well? That um, to be fair, I didn't learn any. I didn't really learn anything until I became a Christian. And then when I look back, I noticed all the issues and problems are there. Just so yeah. I remember like looking back at like a group of, group of guys. And I was like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. Mm. Um, the reason why I wanted to be a part of that was because through adoption and all that kind of stuff, that I desired like a brotherhood and a family. Do you understand? Mm. But I didn't know that at the time. But when I look back at it with like the mindset that I have now, I was like, okay, that's why I was drawn to that lifestyle. Mm. And you see people, you see people in there like, this thing ain't like all that gang life and stuff like that. People get drawn in for different reasons. Like we yeah. got, we had friends there that was rich and had rich fa- friend, rich family, rich order, and they were still there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Everyone has their their pool to their, their pool, do you understand? And for my for me, my thing was like brotherhood. All the time when I see guys in t- together in packs, I was like, I always desired that. And so mm-hmm. that was my pull into that. And uh, we found out real quick that it's probably not that. Mm. It's probably not that at all. So did you feel like God's protection was always over your life? When you look back as well? Always. Always. There's multiple there's multiple occasions where I can say, yeah, God was there, God was there, God was there. There was that time, there was a time when I was in the hospital. This is after I got saved. Mm. And like I, I was supposed to go in for like a normal procedure, yeah. Um, and then like I started having like seizures every seizures every like five minutes, and I had to, all the big scans that you, you have to wait for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I had it like on a night, on a night. They took me CT scan, all this kind of scan, because they was like, we don't know what's going on. Like mm-hmm. when I, I left in, I, I went to hospital, and the, the the procedure was to remove something from my head. Mm-hmm. It was like, a really small thing, to the point where I was like to my guy, I was like, oh. Let me call you after this. Let me call you after this. Thing. Yeah, because you think it's so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't leave hospital until a week later. When I left hospital, I couldn't walk. I was in a, I was in a wheelchair. Like that's how crazy it was. But even throughout that, I could see like when I was in hospital, the seizures eventually stopped when we was listening to gospel music, all that mm. kind of stuff like that. So we, I just just moments in time where you just see like you just see God's hand, and it's just that yeah, like. I've got proof. I've got my proof that God is real. That I've got my proof. So, yeah. So, when was that turning point when you actually became a Christian? Though? Because you've talked about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the lifestyle when you was a teenage, you know, day one, day two of the, in- of the induction. Mm-hmm. But then also, I'm, like, even when you was a week old, like, God was still looking out for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, so, when was that point where you said, you know what, all right, let's try this Christian thing? All right, so, one more story, yeah? Mm. I will have stories. I've got stories after stories after stories. It's very clear you got stories. (laughs) This the turning point for me was I had on my seventeenth birthday party. Mm. um, We had girls in our house that was from a different from a different set. So, and I had guys in my house that were from like a different town. Yeah. So, the guys were in my house, 
they were like enemies with the area that I lived in. Got yeah. So we got girls in our house from a different area, from a different set. We got guys in my house from a different set. All that stuff there. So some guys tried to come into the party. Not on a like hype thing, just tried to come into the yeah, party. Yeah. But we was just like, no, nah, we don't know you from anywhere. Da, 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 da. Next thing I hear, my cousins run around the back when they're driving off, like stop them. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. For no reason. For no reason. <laughs> just, just, just beating guys up for no reason. I was like, okay. Okay. Mm. About half hour later, one brick just comes through my window. I'm like, right, cool. So I open up the door now, and my street is just covered in guys. And I'm like, yo. And so my house at the time was quite a big house. So you can enter from the front, yeah. or you go around the back, and there's like this massive like walkway through to the back of my house. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like guys are trying to get into my house, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, a few of us go out to the back. Now, this is when you know who's about that and who's not about that. Yeah. This time, these times now, can I fight? Can I fight? Were you about that around I'm, that time? I think I had started boxing at this time. You were so in I, the midst. So I was the there. Mu- Muay Thai hadn't quite kicked in, yeah, yeah, thank yeah, God. Yeah. Right? But I, I could still box. So me and some guys went out to the streets now. Mm. And I've got a house full of guys, but only a few of us go out onto the streets. I'm like, okay. okay. So like, even my little brother, who was 12, I saw him ducking down the side with a piece of my, my, my weight bar. Like, I'm mm. like, look at how this guy's about it. And my friends that are supposed to be there, them guys there are shook in the house. I'm like, yeah, cool. We got into the street now. I kid you not, these guys come around the corner. It was like an ocean. <laughs> it, was like, it was like an ocean, yeah? And I'm, you see bottles just fly through the sky, all this kind of stuff like that. One of my friends gets hit with a bottle. His lips split. Order. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it's 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 that. Like, it's that. It's that. It's that. Mm. I don't know. Once again, there was no clash. Just like these guys literally came up to, these guys literally came up to like here, mm. and they went like there was yeah, yeah yeah, but nothing happened. Like again, nothing happened. Bottles flying. My friend got hit. I didn't get hit. Mm. Guys up to my face, like, oh, everyone's hyping, but nothing's happening. I'm just like, it was like a, like, almost like a wall of protection. Like, they could only come so far. Mm. And then that was that. And I've seen it happen plenty of times, like, plenty of times. Like, like it's, it's crazy. Like, even, like, my old enemies would come over when I got saved. After I got saved, they came over to me and greeted me. Like, I'll be here while you're on now. Like, that's good. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So from that day forward... After that, I couldn't go into certain areas. People were looking for me, one, two, three, four, five. And I was like, you know, and th- my auntie that looked after me when we came out of foster care and whatever, yeah. she died of cancer around that time as well. Okay. And so then I was just like, you know what? My life is not really going how life is supposed to go. Mm. And so I just started to ask a question like, okay, there's got to be more to life than this. And my friend, he was a Christian. Um, he invited me to church. Mm-hmm. And so I started going to church for a little bit. And then I got to a point where I was like, right, God, if you're real, I'll give you four weeks to prove yourself. Um, and if you show me that you're real, I'll dedicate the rest of my life to you. If mm. you're not, if you don't, then whatever, whatever. And in them four weeks, you showed me. And then I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I know what I've got to do. And then from there, it was just me and God. Do you feel like there's a, there's a pattern of things, whether it be physical or spiritual, trying to attack you, and it only coming so far? Oh, yeah, every day. I see, I see stuff all the time. I see stuff all the time. Even when I got... <laughs> I see stuff all the time. Um, it can only get so far. Mm. It can only get so far. Like, you see it, like, 
like the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. It can be formed mm -hmm. and it can fire and it can attack, but it can't prosper. Mm. I see that every day. I see weapons formed and it only, can only get so far before it hits that hedge of protection and it's just like, God will deal with it. Mm. Hate, uh, people talking, mm. attacks, random things in the street. Like I've seen, I've walked past people and people that are manifested and black, just turn around and start shouting like, you breathe your last breath, da -da 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 -da, just going crazy, swearing, 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 and then all of a sudden they switch mm. and they'll just go back to what they're doing. I've seen, like, I've seen that multiple times. I've seen like, we walk through the street and so I remember one time he's walking to a walking through the street, we're talking about God. And then we got close to this person and they literally just got thrown up against the wall and were stuck there until we could walk past. When we walked past, then it was like boom. And it was free again. And I was like, we, we see every, 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 every day we see stuff like this. How do you navigate that though? Knowing, knowing, especially in your case, mm -hmm. that these things continue to come will continue to kind of direct themselves towards you. Mm -hmm. Knowing, because so, sometimes in some pace you'll be like, oh yeah, I know it's only going to go so far. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes you're like, oh, it's coming towards me. So it's like... You know, you get used to it. You get, you, get, you get used to like, how deep can we go on this thing? Because I know talk, we had people, I know we had, but, 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 talk, but. Talk your, when we start talking about spiritual things. Okay. I used to have, when I first got saved, I started having encounters where things would appear to me at night. Mm -hmm. And when I first started having these encounters, I was terrified. Mm. And I used to shout and scream for my mum. And she, like, in the, like, I was shouting as loud as I could and she couldn't hear nothing. Mm. First one, I was like, oh my gosh, you did this set with a light on. Second one, oh my gosh, you did it. Third one, I'm not dead. Fourth one, nothing's, nothing's really happening. Mm -hmm. Fifth one, they're actually terrified of me. Mm. And then when it, when it got to that point where you realise that, that you can have all these encounters and stuff like that, the enemy is more afraid of you than you are of him. Mm. And once you understand that, he has power through your ignorance, you understand? Mm -hmm. Everything that the enemy does in your life is because of ignorance. Mm. You can stop him in a moment of time. All you've got to do is give him the command and he has to stop mm. because of the authority that you have. Most of us don't realise our authority. Most of us don't realise who we are in God. And so we allow him, we give him space, we give him permission. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. through these encounters, I realised that, yo, when I start saying Jesus, when I start praying, you see stuff, all this activity just stop immediately. Mm. Like, and, and once, so once you realise that, it's, so you, get to, you get to a certain place where it's just like, oh, we've, we've been here before. Mm -hmm. If it's someone talking, we've been through here before, we get warned in dreams, mm -hmm. prophetic words, all this kind of stuff like that. So God's got, like, God's got, me, God's got me way covered. So when you, like, I always say it like this. Let's say you had, um, let's say you had SWAT mm -hmm. was at your command. Mm -hmm. Now, in this, we can't see them in this room, mm -hmm. but let's say that they were posted around this unit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You understand? And you got hitters, you got snipers, you got people that can fight, gone through combat training, all this kind everything. of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a tank hidden somewhere, <laughs> all that stuff there. Someone comes into your, comes, someone comes in, like, oh, yeah, yeah, come, H, what, what, what? Mm -hmm. You'd be like, this, this guy, remove this guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'd be like, you'll tell the guy, listen, it's probably best that you don't do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, how much more us? When we've got angels that mm. fight for us. On a, so when you understand yeah, yeah, yeah. who's with you, like just how, was it Elisha asked for God to open up his servant's his servant eyes? And when he opened up, he saw angels and trials of fire. Listen, when you understand what's with you, mm -hmm. let, let it come. 
it's like it's probably best that you don't do that. Yeah. If we get attacked, I say, listen, let's go into intercession. Let's pray for 30 minutes. We'll free, we'll intercede for our area for mm-hmm. 30 minutes. We're freeing captives, all this kind of stuff like that. Every attack we get, we, we, we raise up the level. Mm-hmm. If he wants to attack us, we'll come, let's do something for God. And you see that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lose-lose for him. Mm-hmm. So you get, you, you get used to it. You get used to the lifestyle of warfare. Do you, do you feel the weight of that mantle that you carry though? Sometimes. Mm. Not like this thing is, 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 is easy, but like, for example, like we've got an event coming up on the 27th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with that now, like, with our last event was crazy. So, now with that, there's a certain level of warfare that comes with that. So, like, for example, I started having dreams again mm. and like warnings in my dream, and like, I see old enemies in my dreams mm-hmm. and they're like trying to stab me and cut me up and all this kind of So, when, like, for example, I had one last night and when I woke up, I had a headache and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, yo. But, with, even with that, it shows me that, all right, cool, we're on to something. Mm-hmm. The enemy will do all that kind of stuff, like to try and just, oh, let's call off the meeting, let's do this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. please, the enemies. No, 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 but we're like, oh, we, we see it, we see it, I'm like, okay, like, he's not going to warn you and he's not going to start going crazy if you're, if you're not doing anything. Mm. So we use those as signals and we're like, all right, cool, let's turn it up. Mm-hmm. We went for, we're going from 200 people at the event, let's go for 400. We're going for 400 people at the event, let's go for 600. Like, let's promote it, let's jump on Instagram Live, let's prophesy, let's, 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 let's stir it up because we obviously know that we're going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes it gets heavy. Sometimes it gets heavy, like I had like the other day. Um, it just felt like my mind was going, like just, I couldn't focus on one thought. Mm-hmm. It was like every time, like just a thousand thoughts going through my mind at one time. And I was like, I couldn't focus, couldn't do anything, couldn't sleep, just that I was just like, yo. So sometimes you get stuff like that, but you know that God's always got you. Mm. You understand? You know that you're, you're coming out stronger. You know that. So sometimes it gets a bit like, yo, God again. Mm-hmm. Especially when certain areas of your life get touched. Like earlier this year, it was finance. And I've never, like, my, my job's been good. But then, what's it? Lockdown hit my job for the first time. First, mm. 2020, I was calm. 2021, beginning of 2021, my job got touched, get another job, that job got touched. And I was like, God, just call me a waste man. If that's what I am, like if, if, if this, if, <laughs> like if I'm a waste man, you don't need to do this to tell like, I get it, I'm, a, I'm yeah. an idiot. Do you understand? <laughs> like, I get it, I'm an idiot. But then like, then I got a next job yeah. and it was the highest paying job and it was pay rise after pay rise after pay rise. Mm. People started getting fired, people started quitting and I went from bottom to top mm. in just the space of a couple of weeks. And it was just like, once again, God is there again. So, yeah, you go through stuff and it gets heavy, but then when God pays you back and when he shows up, it's just like, fam, what was that stuff that we yeah, went yeah, through yeah, anyway? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's always retrospective. We're always yeah, looking yeah. like, oh, what was that? Exactly that. So, I mean, when stuff gets heavy, I know that something, something better is coming. So yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Bring on all the, all the warfare we've got to go through. <laughs> it's promotion at the end of the day. I want to go back to when you first became a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel the weight of other people's opinions on how you needed to be in terms of approaching Christianity and Christ? Yeah, and that's why I'm how I am right now. Yeah. So a lot of people may look at me and be like, oh, this guy's rebellious, he's just out here, he just does it how he needs to do it. But that's how I need to be because when I first got saved, they come, they told me, when they found out that I had a call mm. or whatever, because I was, I was one of the last people to get saved. So all my friends had the church background, parents went to church and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I didn't have that. When I was living with my auntie, we used to go like Baptist church and all that kind of stuff. So I had the knowledge of God, but it's not like when I got adopted, that was it. Like yeah, yeah, all, yeah. That, all that church stuff stopped. So now when I get to church now, 
then like cut your hair, take out your earrings, just like this, just like that. Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Mm. So I was, I looked like the minister, but inside that wasn't who I, that wasn't who I am. Mm. So like, oh, why do you wear tracksuits? Where, why do you teach in a hat? Because flipping, that's you. That's, that's, you understand what I'm saying? That, that's who God is coming. And that's where my relevance is. Mm. The moment you try and cut, the moment you, you cut out the thing that makes you relevant, you have no, you, you have nothing to reach out to people. Do you understand? Like people that mm. come up to me like, oh, it's so inspiring to see someone that looks just like me. Da, 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 da. Just, just the way that you dress yeah. can win someone. Someone can say the same thing that you're saying in a suit and no one will hear it. Do you get? But now you can come in a tracksuit and say the same thing and now people are listening and it's just like, yo, that's, that's it's like crazy. It's like extra vim because you're wearing the tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. So like, when I, first, when I first got saved, like there was a pressure that everyone, they tried to make me into the man of God into the woman of God. And then when I looked at it, I was like, these people aren't really doing anything anyway. When I look at my Bible, and when I look at what's happening in here, you got the suits, but God ain't, God's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, when I put the suit down, I put up the track suit, and just got comfortable again, putting a do-rag and a hat back because all those things there, <laughs> and, and kept my slang and all that stuff. That's when I saw God move. Mm. And so that's where, that's where I've decided to stay. So when I first got there, like 100%, but now I'm just, that's why I'm just comfortable, like, just unapologetically me, as they say. Mm. What advice would you give to people who are struggling with that weight of other people's opinions and how they need to approach? Who are they? Who are they anyway? Mm. Like, who, other people's opinions. Okay. <laughs> like, like, who, like, like, I know it's a hard thing for people, because I, I talk to people all the time that are, like, dealing with this stuff. And I'm like, at the end of the day, yeah, know God for yourself. Mm. And when you know God for yourself, you understand that God's not really bothered about all that stuff there. People, it's, it's people. A lot of what you see in church is man-made. Mm. It's not what God is saying. It's not what God is instructing. It's, it's, it's culture. Yeah. It's culture from our, our, our people's culture mixed up in church and Christianity. And now they're telling you, do this, do that. Walk like this, move like this, just like this. And it's like, when you look at who God called if you look at the disciples they were a mess even when Jesus left there was a mess it's like I told you to go and wait you man are fishing like, like, like you know, they went back to doing what God they went back to doing what they were doing before before they met Jesus mm -hmm. this was this was this was what he was building a church Peter was cussing and swearing that man were a mess and when you look at that and you look at the people that had the image, mm. all the nice robes and stuff like that God was like I'm not I'm I'm not here for that these are the ones that I want so people that are going through that, you have to just, you have to, you have to ask yourself this question is, am I willing to give up and compromise who I am mm. just to fit in with them? Mm. And then you, when you really look at them and study them, it's like, who are they anyway? Do you understand? You have to be genuine to yourself, genuine to who God has called you to be. And that's where you find true happiness. Otherwise, you're always going to be trying to live and walk in someone else's lane. That's all true. So, yeah. What was your biggest mindset change when you became a Christian? Um, I think it was making making the decision to spend time with God. Mm. And when I say time with God, I'm not talking about time with God. I'm talking about I'm not talking about thirty minutes. I'm talking about making the decision to stretch myself. Mm -hmm. So going for an hour prayer, three hours prayer, six hours prayer on my own. Once we started hitting that stuff there, the transformation of mind, the way that I began to see things, the way that God began to communicate with me, the way that my mindset changed, mm. it was literally because of time. 
just time spent with him and he began to teach me about myself, teach me about himself, teach me about the kingdom of God, teach me about Christianity and all this kind of stuff like that. And once I started spending that time, mm. that's when a lot of things change. And I see like a lot of people now are in a rush, they're in a rush to do something, but they don't have that history with just sitting with God. And I, I always tell, use this example, like Mary and Martha, when Jesus pulled up, Mary sat at his feet and the Bible says that Martha, she was busy with service. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's two types of Christians. There are the ones that will sit at his feet and there's the other ones that will be busy with service, doing stuff that they think God wants them to do. Talk to them, bro. Right? But they won't... Everything that Mary would do, she'll do from a place of stillness. Mm -hmm. And she'll do from a place of knowing what God wants to do because she sat at his feet. Mm -hmm. Everything that Martha did was what she thought God wanted to do, but mm -hmm. she never really took time to sit down. And she was like, yo, Jesus, look at... Mary, she's not doing anything. Mm. She's da 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 da. And a lot of people that are busy look at people that are sitting still as inactive and unproductive. Mm -hmm. And it's like busyness and doing stuff for God doesn't mean that you're actually doing stuff for God. Do you get? And so there's, there's been times where I've been in ministry heavy and then there's been times where God says, pack it all up and just mm. sit for a minute. Let me show you about the next move. Mm. And there was times where I, I packed up ministry and people were like, oh, is everything all right? Oh, like, is he sinned? Is he... <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm stronger, than, I'm, I'm stronger than I've ever been. Do you understand? I'm yeah. just sitting. And when, when we reappear, yeah. the next thing that we do hits harder than the previous one because mm -hmm. we've done it from a place of stillness yeah, yeah, yeah. where everyone is, uh, is busy with service. We sit, we hear God, and then we say, all right, cool, implement. Mm. And that's, 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 um, that's like... That was the game changer for me, learning how to sit with God and do everything from his presence mm -hmm. instead of just being busybodies like much people, many people are. Mm -hmm. Everything that you were searching for in that initial brotherhood that you had in your teenage years, mm -hmm. did you find that in God straight away or did it take time? I pretty much knew the moment that I met God, the very thing that people couldn't give me, I got from God. Mm. And it was understanding. I felt like everywhere I went, I'll be around people, but they wouldn't understand mm. Oh, Batman. Even to now, people don't understand, oh, but I'll be like, why does he do this? Why is he like that? Why is he do that? But when I started spending time with God, it was like I was absolutely accepted as who I am. And he mm. understood, he got it. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. have to prove nothing to him. I didn't have to explain nothing. Like, he got it. Mm. And he was like, I could, we'll, we'll use that. Do you understand? You got some crazy parts <laughs> you, know, we, you got some crazy parts that we're gonna have to smooth over but all the other stuff i'm gonna show you that it's not a curse it's a gift mm. and so when i understood that that god understood me and he got me 100 i was like okay well that's why i never need to man's approval and all that kind of stuff don't like that validation. yeah i don't i don't need it because i found it in god you understand mm. and where i i had already been in a place where we was performing for church and we were dressing how they want and we were speaking how they want and we used to hold the pastor's Bible and all that kind of stuff like that. When I stopped doing that, because uh, there was a point in my life, I used to go to church like six days a week. And then I stopped, I just pulled back and I just started to invest that time in God. Mm. And then that's when things began to make sense. So like when I found out that, yo, I'm absolutely accepted mm. and the parts that people don't like, God loves, mm. within reason, mm -hmm. if you're mad, you're mad. Like, do you, like, if you're crazy, you're crazy. Like, you're, like let's, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. Certain parts, like, God can't do anything with. He's going to have to <laughs> cut that out. But a, lot, but, but, but a lot of the parts, it's like God, God loves that. If you're, I say all the time, if, you, if, you're, if you're a loud mouth mm. and you talk a lot, let God use that. If you're yeah, quiet, yeah. 
and you're in a let God use that. If you're creative, if you're this, that, that, and a lot of people look at them in in a church. It's almost like a pattern. This is how Christians should be. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're a minister, this is how you should be. Yeah. And a lot of people try and conform to that image, and it's like, well, that's why we're not reaching anyone. Do you understand? Like, people aren't getting saved. People are just transferring from church to church. Do you get? But it's like, okay, but when you're that, when you find your talking the truth, when you find your when 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 you know where your relevance is, mm. and you give it to God. Many people haven't given themselves, given their stuff. They give your character to God. God is how I am. Mm. I give it to you. Show me how. Show me how you'll use this. Mm. Once you get to that point, and you're like, okay, this is who I am. This is how God's created to me. Created me to be. God, mm. here I am. Show me how you're going to use me yeah. without having to change, without having to, how are you going to use this character? How are you going to use my loud mouth? How are you going to use my strange way of thinking? Once God shows you how you're relevant, mm. then you'll be like, ah, oh, snap, I don't need to try and please anyone. I don't need to try and conform to anything else because this is who God has created me to be and this is how he's going to use it and I'm going to stick to that path. In mm. what you're saying as well, is a lot of people have allowed themselves to be moulded by man mm-hmm. rather than be moulded by God. 100, 100. So then what happens is when we don't, we're trying to fit in a box that man has created. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can just manoeuvre in the way that man wants us to manoeuvre. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas God's like, that box isn't for you. That box wasn't created by me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I'm meant to be limitless, why would I put a box on what you are or who you are? 100% that. And this is the thing as well. If you try and fit into man's box, you'll only be able to do what man's already done. Exactly. It's not until you get out of the box and it's just like, right, cool, let me follow God. And this is like, a lot of us want to do what's already been done. I'm trying to like, I just want to like, it got, it, but it takes like, I remember I was sitting down with one person that I mentor and she said something that's funny, but I get it. She was like, I'm just trying to protect myself from God. Mm. And she was like, every time I start to take God serious, it's almost like attacks come from here, there, 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 there. And I laugh because I get it. I remember I used to protect my finance from God. Mm. Like, I was like, when I was going through financial difficulty, God, what is like, where was God? Yeah, and then when yeah, I started yeah. getting a piece of money, now God's like, okay, well, it's time to give offering. I'm like, well, flipping where? No one was throwing seats to me. So I was like, I'm protecting my money. I'm yeah, protecting yeah. my money. So I get it. When she said I'm protecting my I, I get it 100%. And people will get what she means. Do you understand? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone has their thing. I said to her, right, cool, I hear what you're saying. But when you do that, you know that you're only your when you protect yourself, like for example, I said, if I'm if I'm if I put my finance in my own hands, mm. I can never expect a financial miracle. Mm. Do you get because I'm stewarding my own my own, like it's limited to man's It's limited to what you can do. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said to her, Look at what you're doing right now and see how, what you're doing is cool right now. It's working right now. Mm. But that's the best it's going to get. Yep. I said, now think about what God is showing you in prayer and all the dreams and the visions. And I said, are you willing to sacrifice being peaceful Ooh. for all the madness that God has shown you? Like, are you willing to sacrifice what you know is possible for just your little piece of peace right there? And then she was like, I hear it. Like, I hear it. And that's, that's walking with God. Walking with God is when we're in a world, we're, 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 we're supposed to, we're, we're taught to be in control. We're taught to have it figured out. We're taught to this, that, 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 that. Control this. Own that. Da, 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 da. And when you come to God, God's like, right, cool, I want you to live a life now when you stop looking at yourself and you start looking at me for provision. Mm. 
for wisdom, for how to make decisions, how to do it. And it's, it's difficult because like for 18 years, for 20 years, for 25 years, I've been taught to master life on my own. Now you're telling me I have to come to you mm. to learn how to do life. And that's where we struggle. It's like, and so I'm like, but when you live according to your own thing, when you live according to man, mm. you will only be able to do what man's already done. Mm-hmm. It's not until you get into that vulnerable place, you, you step out of the boat, you walk on water, that's when you start to do, to do stuff that man's never done before. And mm. I'm one of them people that if I get laughed at, if people cast me, if people write blogs, if people leave, it's, that's okay. As long as I touch that God's realm, where when I do something, we get God's results, mm-hmm. It will be all worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to be laughed at and all that kind of stuff like that. If I touch that, imagine what it would do. Imagine if Peter actually was successful in walking on water. What would I have done for the disciples? Jesus got in the boat. And it's the craziest thing, right? Oh, God's with me. God's with me. That's okay. I know God's with me. I can do that, but God's with me. God can be with you. doesn't mean that that's where he wants to be. Mm. Because when Jesus got in a boat, he wanted to be on the water with the disciples because if he wanted to be in a boat, he would have got in the boat first time. But he stood on the water and he said, I call Peter, come to me because he wants to teach them new territories, new realms. The only reason he got into the boat was because of their lack of faith. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God's with me. That's okay. God's here. Yeah, okay. But are you supposed to be there? Mm. God will be with you. Even if I make my, my bed in hell, you'll still be with me. When God being with you, is, is that, what does that mean? Mm. <laughs> are you where God wants you to be? And so, listen, you can be comfortable. You can do what man wants you to do and tells you to do all that kind of stuff like that. But you're making that decision to go after man. You're limiting yourself. And the people that are watching you that are supposed to be impacted by what God is doing in your life, you're going to hinder that as well. Because imagine what the disciples would have done if they saw Peter successful walking on water. They would have been like, well, anything is possible. But they just went back to normal living because they was watching Peter and he flopped. Mm. So that's what I've got to say about living according to man's expectations and man's standards. Outside of all of this, mm-hmm. where does the the passion for music and fashion come from in terms of Mr. E.B.? I have no idea. What? Before, when oh, I was no. in the world, when I was... Oh, when on, before. No, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> You're so clear and, and you got so much clarity on everything mm-hmm. else. But the music and the fashion, you just don't know where it came from. It, I was never this person. Before I was, before I was, st- I was never this person. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, uh, I had potential, but I was never entrepreneur i was yeah. never entrepreneurial music i couldn't play no instruments now i can play several instruments like all of that came when i gave my life to christ and i just began wow. to see things like i'll see someone how i got into speaking we was at a youth event and i was in my i might have been like 18 19 mm. and i saw some girl on stage and she was teaching it was like the youth day mm. and i looked at her i've never spoken in my life and i said i can i can i can do that I lent over to my friend. I said, you know, we can do this. And after that, that's when I started speaking. Mm. When I was in church and I saw this guy playing keyboard and I sat in practice and I just watched him playing. They were trying to play a song called Back to Eden and he was struggling. I said to my mum, can I get a keyboard? She bought me a keyboard. And I practiced that song and I came back the next week and when practice had finished, he went home and I started playing the song and my, the choir leader was like, <laughs> she was like, we need you to play. 
And I was like, no, 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 I'm not trying to step on anyone's feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, <laughs> you went home, you bought a keyboard. Next I looked, week, and you was like, I ain't trying to step on no one's feet. <laughs> and I prayed that because it was like, I looked at it and I was like, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I saw guitar, I looked at it and I was like, I can do that. Yeah, Everything yeah. I looked at, I was like, before I could do it, I was like, I just knew I can do that. And I just went, learning how, or just went and learned how to do it. Mm. And that's just it. Like fashion, how we got into confidence. Listen, we, we were... Have you got into confidence? I had a I had an idea for a, a clothing brand. It mm. wasn't Christian. Yeah. And my whole thing is I wear tracksuits a lot. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing was how do I go from being casual to smart casual? So the the, the idea was to have a um, a tracksuit company that you can go from casual to smart casual. Great. So just throw on a jacket and now you've gone from casual to smart casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had the idea. My middle name's normal. So my my middle name is Norman. So my real name is L Norman Daly. But when mm. I got adopted. Daily went and Blackman came. So my middle name is Earl Norman. Yeah. So the clothing brand was going to be called Earl Norman. Because mm. that just sounds like... Like Jane Norman. You, yeah. you get <laughs> So we had the idea. I had the idea sitting there. Now, one day we went to an event and we went to like a Christian event, whatever, and they were selling hoodies. Mm. And we put on this hoodie. We bought the hoodies and it had heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, cleanse the lepers on it. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. That's how when our first designs for confidence, he had a lot going on. Like some of the designs, holy! (laughs) You get like it was. It was. That's how. That's how we. That's how we started. Yeah. Yeah. And so I took the pictures, and we put up on the internet, and someone said, "Oh, where did you get the hoodie from?" Mm. And I don't know. I'm so I found a link to the website, and like boom. Mm. Someone else said, "Oh, where did you get the hoodie from?" Found a link. Boom. Someone else was like, where'd you get the hoodie from? I found a link. Boom. Next person asked, where'd you get the hoodie from? I said, hold on a second. Mm. I said, there's a market. Yeah. I, said, I said, there's a market. I said, look, people are like, it was just one hoodie and everyone's like, where'd you get it from? Where'd you get it from? Where'd you get it from? So next person asked, I said, oh, give me, give me a week. And I went, I went back, I thought of some designs. I got in contact with a, con- uh, a graphic designer. I got him to put them on a hoodie and we put it up. And no one bought anything. Then I got one of these hoodies printed and I took a picture of it. I was like, we got them. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we got them. We, like, we got them. We, we, we and then even with confidence, the level of favour that I've seen on confidence is stupid. Like, mm. it's, it's, it, like the, the name confidence is already like, boom. We've, already, we've got the advantage point, what it means. Confidence basically means um, a divine revelation of your identity in Christ because confidence is basically confidence in God, confidence mm-hmm. from God. So it's like a confidence in God. Mm-hmm. You can only have confidence in God through revelation when you understand him. And then confidence that comes from God is knowing who God is and knowing that he, ha- he has your back, knowing who you are in him. And so confidence naturally comes. So that's what confidence stands for. Mm. I don't know whatever other confidence people want being in, because confidence is, people doing Americans got confidence, yeah. you know, all that <laughs> kind of like, but that's what confidence means to me. And that's yeah. what the brand stands for. And so like, even, so even with the brand, like I remember bringing out just confidence, just the normal confidence mm. in this font. When I made the decision to do that, someone was like, because we had all these great Holy Spirit, Jesus yeah, loves me. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and yeah. it was like people like that, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah. fair enough. But then I'm, I, I just thought, like, I just want, I just want confidence on, and we didn't really have anything that just said confidence on it. Mm. So I was like, I saw a design, and I was like, let's, let's, let's use that design. Mm. And they were like, oh, it's a bad decision. Just da, 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 da. It's not going to make sense. And, 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 and. I was just like, let's just try it anyway. Mm. We put it out, hit. 
Mm. Hit, 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 hit. I remember putting the confidence London and stuff. Mm. People were like, oh, but why does it have London on it? Da, 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 da. I was like, I like the look yeah. of the London part, like confidence London, was it Burberry London, mm. all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. just like, let's let's just try it. Yeah. Let's just just try it. So I printed one for myself. And I took a picture on it. Yo, bro, wait. Yo, bro, 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 bro. I was like, we got him. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, it's just, it's just, the, just, the, just ideas coming out like, the talk. Let's pray more, mm-hmm. right? I heard something. Someone say something. Like, something was going around. Like, something, 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 something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hmm. Talk, let's pray more. I sent it to my friend. I said, fix up the, um, the, the, the grammar for me. Because I had like, well, I didn't know if the apostrophe went here, full yeah, stop yeah, went yeah. here. So I said, fix, I said, fix it up. Fixed it up, put it on a hoodie. Mm. Bang. Just just took just just took off. That's just simple. just took off. Even the bomber jacket that people see me wearing. I was in Primark. I was looking at the jacket, I said, hmm, cool. I, I bought the jacket for work. Mm. I was wearing a jacket and I was like, this is a bit plain. Mm. Let me put something on it. Because I always if I got something it's plain. Like these tra- these tracks buttons right here, it's Tesco G. <laughs> I, just, I was like, I was like, and I just put 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 my finger on it. I was like, cool. So I bought the back jacket from Primark, and I was working in it. I was like, it's it's too plain. Let yeah. me put let me put something on it. So we don't sell Tesco stuff, by the way. Like we have a whole, like just he's sending us Tesco, Tesco stuff. <laughs> it's all our it's all our stuff from yeah, suppliers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But like me, when I when I get stuff, I don't buy it from my I just I'll just get it from like Tesco or yeah, something like that. Just, idea, yeah, yeah, just, I just yeah, print yeah, on yeah. it and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, let me let me let me just print something on this because it's too plain. So I yeah. put this logo on the yeah, back yeah. big with this 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 logo right here. Yeah, here. Yeah. Took a picture on it now. Where did you get that? Get me that, right? Get me that. I had people DM me like, no matter the cost, <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much we have to pay, get me that. I was like, God, everything, everything. I've, like, I call it, I call it God, God accidents or God mistakes. It's just an idea, mm. just random. And people get these ideas and inspirations all the time. So, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I'm just like, let's try it. Let's try it. Out. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know what's the 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 amazing thing about just speaking to you and, and seeing how your life has kind of trans transpired mm-hmm. is essentially you've always had that confidence or not always you didn't ha- initially have that confidence when you when you got into that that initial day one induction mm-hmm. you same way in, in day two you didn't have that confidence but as soon as you kind of went to God and started to believe in Him started to become a Christian that confidence just seems to turn around. It just everything that you do, there's a, there's a confidence about you mm-hmm. because of, a confidence about you because mm-hmm. you have confidence in him and confidence from him. 100. It was that time just with him where you learned him and you just forgot about all the noise, all the voices. And then you, you just gain like, okay, like you can't fail. Mm. You understand? You can't fail. If an idea doesn't work, okay, cool. God, what's the next one? Mm. And... Like, it's just, it's that time. Like I say, build your history with God. A lot of people yeah. don't have history. Just sit with God for a season. Mm. And you'll just see, you'll just, see, uh, like, life is like, like, the this human spirit is like a, like a flower. Like, it just grows and it buds. And flowers and all this beautiful stuff just comes out when you allow yourself to spend time with God. Like, an analogy is, if you take a fish out of the water, mm. like, I remember this, this guy telling a story and he said that, he was having his fish tank change or something like that. And 
he took he had to take the fish out mm. and like put them in a particular thing and they were not in their environment yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was just like they were he was just looking at them and like these these are dumb creatures yeah, like they're yeah. just just like just well, done was measuring them yeah. yeah and then yeah, he yeah. said that once they had changed the tank and they got the new tank and all that kind of stuff right and he said as soon as he put the fish in a new tank in their proper environment he started to see their potential mm. and their beauty and all that kind of stuff like that and that's like the presence of god is it's like all the time when you're not spending time in the presence of god you're outside of your environment mm. that flourishes the moment where you start becoming aware of god that he's with you, the presence and all that kind of, and you start spending time, it's like a fish coming back into its natural environment. Mm. All the potential, the wisdom, the ideas, the creativity just comes out of nowhere. And so that's what it was like. And so that's where I live from, mm. that place, because I know that that's where I prosper and flourish. How do you prioritise your time, considering you do so much away from just music and fashion? You know, you also preach, you're also a YouTuber, sometimes you're, you're influencer, you're entrepreneur, you have... Wave Six UK, like mm-hmm. your your forex trader, like in all of this, how do you prioritize your time? Uh, manage your activities. Mm. So you have twenty four hours in a day. You plan what you're gonna do, mm. when you're gonna do it, mm. and it's, 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 that's as simple as it is. A lot of people have time. I would say that you can't manage time because you can only manage something that you're in control of, and no one's in control of time. Mm. So when you think of that concept, it's like okay, how do I manage my time? Don't think about managing your time, think about managing your activities. Mm. So what am I going to do in this day? Have a set time for prayer, have a set time for the word, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. And then with everything else, just schedule it around that. Mm. And just another thing, a lot of people get burnt out. I've never been burnt out in my life. Really? Never. With everything I've done, I've never been burnt out because I've, since day one, I've always learned to live from the presence of God. Mm. I don't do other stuff and then go to God. Like mm. everything is from the present. And so when you live like that and you prioritize that, then you don't get burnt out because yeah, everything yeah. you do is from that place. Do you understand? And so the main thing is prioritize. So set a time every day. If it's once in the morning, once in the night, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, mm. once at night, prioritize that time. And that's the thing that will keep you going. So even mm. when, like, when life starts getting on top and all the stuff that you're doing, you have like half an hour, an hour just to sit with God and pray and just to listen and to hear. That's what keeps you going. So that's how I do it. I manage my time, manage my activity, should I say. Mm. So moving into, moving out of 2021 into 2022, mm-hmm. what is the one thing that you feel you need to, whether it be overcome or improve at, for you to see better growth or, or even more growth in yourself? I feel like I need to start living like I can't fail. Explain that. A lot of us... If you, if you knew you couldn't fail, mm. you would be living in a complete different dynamic yeah. to what you're living like now. Do you understand? Because like every idea, you'll visit it, you'll study it, you'll analyse it, you'll be like, cool, let's go. Mm. You'll always be doing something, you'll always be implementing, you'll always be moving. Like I always say people should earn your sleep. Mm. As in, the only reason why God rested is because he had worked for six days and he rested on the seventh. Mm. <laughs> Do you get so A lot of us resting and we ain't done no work. <laughs> <laughs> you understand and so when I think about you can't fail confidence to go to the next level mm. in terms of reach like I want confidence to become at least a Christian household brand mm. in terms of just how someone has Nike shoes or a Nike something and that someone has the confidence yeah, yeah, you understand yeah, yeah. start living like if it's forex start living like you can't fail whatever it is if it's ministry start living like you can't fail okay cool so if my vision right now is to grow wave six to a thousand people mm. you can't fail mm. so how would you live 
how would you move? How many lives a day would you do? How much outreach would you do? How much did you do? So for me, it's just like, it's, it's, it's starting to, for me, I need to overcome just, just, I don't know what it is that I need to overcome. I know what it is. It's to get to a point where you're living in a dimension where you can get God's results. Mm. Do you understand? Like when Daniel, the Bible says that they were, um, 10 times better mm. than King Nebuchadnezzar's greatest men. Mm. And these boys, researchers say they were in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. And they had kings bound down to them and they were outperforming all these guys. And these guys, like, the people that they were up against, they like, had dark arts, mm. they had supernatural knowledge and wisdom, they were soothsayers, they mm. were all this kind of stuff like that. The Bible says when, when King Nebuchadnezzar compared Daniel and the three Hebrew boys to the rest of his guys, they were 10 times better. That means that King Nebuchadnezzar's best guy... Daniel was like 10 of them in one person. Mm. And these guys were in their early 20s. And so it's like, fam, you have the potential as a child of God to move in that dimension. Mm. When you realise that, and when you compare to where you're living right now and what you're doing right now, it's like, fam, Mm. like, I'm nowhere near what I could be. And so for me, it's really just really harnessing that and then just living by that like on a day-to-day basis. For Mm. me, that's what 2020... To be fair... I don't go by 2022. I go from October mm-hmm. because that's when I'm born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my new year starts in October. Yes. So where everyone's waiting for January, I've got a two-month head start. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you get... So my new year's resolution is in October. Yeah. So I'm already in 2022. Yes. Do you get... So for me, that's what, that's what this next year is about. From mm-hmm. now until next, uh, next October, October 2022. Mm-hmm. It's all about, okay, every day waking up, realising that I'm in God's realm. Yeah. I'm seated in heavenly places. That means the results that I get... Mm-hmm should be like God just did it himself. Mm. Do you get Because he's yeah, working yeah. in me and through me. And so for me, that's my focus. My last question to you would be, mm-hmm. with where you're at in life right now, what encouragement would you give to yourself? To myself? Yeah. That's an interesting question because people normally say, oh, if he was five years looking back on you, da, da, da. okay, right now, what encouragement would I give to myself? My encouragement I would give to myself is that it's going to happen. Mm. It's like exactly how God is gonna say. God said it's gonna say exactly how you see it. It's gonna happen. Mm. So live from that. Live from that place. Mm. Live from a place like it's gonna. Because sometimes in life, you know, like ministry, business, all the other stuff that you do. Mm. Sometimes like you can get frustrated. Like, oh God, like I thought you said it's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. What this is gonna happen? But for me, it's just like. What I would say to myself is that it's going to happen. It's only a matter of time. Mm. It's just you're around the corner, like, keep pressing, keep pressing. Like, you're literally moments from the best days of your life. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I say to myself. Oh. I told you I'm talking to myself. This, this interview, I said I told you I'm talking to myself. I t- <laughs> Let me get this last part and just save it to my phone. Bro. <laughs> you get, yeah, I'm talking definitely. to myself. Oh, thank you very much. No problem, thank you for having me. Really appreciate the conversation, it was really open. Really open and I really do hope that you achieve the things that you set yourself in your mind Amen. and more. Um, this has been Conversation with H with the amazing E.B. Earl Blackman. We'll have more content coming for you very, very soon.